Welcome to tour number 48 of Disney Conversations. On this journey, we're going to continue our look at the Walt Disney World Moderate Resorts. Mindy and I will give you the scoop on theming and amenities at the two remaining resorts on this virtual walkabout. It's good to have you along for the ride. Welcome aboard. Welcome to Disney Conversations with your tour guides, Magical Matthew Wallace and Mindy Mira. Join them as they talk about everything Disney. Disney Conversations is proudly brought to you by Magical Matthew Travel. Contact them today at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com for your free, no obligation quote to Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Lines, Adventures by Disney, or Alani, a Disney resort and spa in Ka'olina, Hawaii. Okay, Taurus, let's get on with this week's show. Welcome back. This is tour number 48 of Disney Conversations, and we're going to continue our discussion on the moderate resorts at Walt Disney World. Joining me today, as always, is our buddy Mindy Muir. Hi, Mindy. Hi. Good to be back. You know, I love talking resorts, so I'm all for it. I mean, let's face it. When, they, when Disney created their own resorts, they basically built a world amongst itself. You're in the Disney bubble. Yes. I know that this is not the grand design that Walt had for the Florida project. But in a way, it helps fulfill part of it because yeah. people are at least living temporarily on property. Everything's available. Transportation, whatever you need is there. If you want to drive down there and park your car and forget you even had it, you can do it because you can get anywhere on property within minutes of your resort. Right. They have done a really good job designing a transportation system that gets you around as easily as possible. And as we now know, the minivans are coming back at full force here before too long. And some people really like those. I've not tried those yet. Personally, I think it's a little pricey for my taste, but I might ride one just to see what it's like once I get there. It's an Uber offer thing and they're $20, but if you don't want to like take a bus, it's a right. great option. So by way of review, on our last episode, we took a look at the cabins at Fort Wilderness, Port Orleans Resort French Quarter, and my favorite, Port Orleans Resort Riverside. That's my favorite, too. And now we move over to Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Now, this is undoubtedly one of, if not the largest resorts on Walt Disney property. Mm-hmm. Caribbean Beach is broken into six different themed areas that are distinguishable by the colors of the buildings and the type of roof that is on top. And when you arrive at Caribbean Beach Resort, you check in at Old Port Royale. And this building is where you find the Centertown Market Food Court, Sebastian's Bistro, if you want a sit-down experience. I want to try that one. <laughs> yeah. You have a full concierge. You have bell services. There's an arcade. You have the Fuentes del Moro pool. I think I pronounced that right. Close, anyways. 
that features the Banana Cabana Pool Bar and has it and it's a spanish fort theming sounds interesting that's that's the the caribbean beach resort or coronado that's caribbean oh okay that's what I said caribbean beach resort got it yeah i didn't know they had that there for some reason i was thinking that was but you're right it's you know i've stopped it i've never stayed there but i've stopped there and it, it's a great resort. It, it's very Florida feel. I mean, yeah. if you're going to go to Florida and you want that Caribbean feel, like you're going to stay in Jamaica or, you know, off the Keys, then this is the resort for you. It's very Caribbean feel. And they play Caribbean music as you're walking through. Like I said, I've walked, we've walked to every resort and checked them out. And this one's great. I mean, it's expansive. It's it's big, and the kids love it. Kids love this resort. Hmm. This seems like one of those resorts again that you might want to go to if you're not as park centered, right? Because it's so big that getting to Disney Transportation for Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom could take you some time. As I, if I recall correctly, there's an internal bus system at this resort, right? And it connects you to the main buses, I think, over by Old Port Royal or somewhere close to there. It does. To get to those parks. And maybe one of the appeals to it now is that this is a Skyliner resort. Not only is it a Skyliner resort, but is the main station for the Skyliner for access to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And it's awesome for just that fact. And you can, and that's the great thing is when you're on the Skyliner and you want to get off and look around, it's going to drop you off at Caribbean Beach, and you can just take a walk around the around the resort. But again, it's it's a really big resort, so you might want to grab a map so you don't get lost. Yeah, it is. It's very, very, very big. You know, when you choose the Caribbean Beach Resort, it is expansive. You're going to be walking you're going to be walking to the, the food court. It's, it's far. It's like, it's like staying at Riverside. It's, it's expansive. But the great thing is it does have Skyliner access, easy access to Disney Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And it matches the Florida vibe. So it's a man-made island, Caribbean Key, and it has a lot of recreation. So you can play volleyball in the sand. So it's, it's a lot of sand beachy feel is what it is. There's a kids' water playground here, the pirate-themed featured pool, which is fantastic. There's three food court and beverage locations, and I know we'll talk about those. Mm-hmm. But the quiet pools you can slow down at, and it's it, you know it's just got a it, it's a great resort to to be able to stay at if you really like that Florida feel. This was one of the resorts that we had considered for our trip coming up. And the only thing that kept me from saying a total yes to this was simply because it is so large that unless you could afford the right accommodation, you could have a pretty healthy walk to transportation either way you're going. It's very true. The food at Banana Cabana Pool Bar, it's dining only. You can get drinks to go. The food court itself it's a great location and being able to stay there and get food, but it, it's just like going to, you know, if you're staying at Riverside, it's that same feel and being able to get the foods that just, there's five different 
food locations, a lot of different options. It has a lot of chicken that's what's that called? Like Jamaican style. Uh, Caribbean jerk or Jamaican jerk. Yeah. They, call it. They, yeah. they sell that there. It's very spicy. Very spicy, but they, they don't make it too spicy because they know it's family friendly. It's Disney. And Nothing's they, too spicy. And there's a center town market at Caribbean Beach Resorts where you can go shopping. It's it's like a little walkway through, and that takes you to the food court and being able to stay there. It, it's a great option to stay at. If you're going to walk, the bus stops are a far walk depending on which room you're going to stay at. Um, but the buildings near the Skyliner stations, they're going to have more of a rush and more people walk by there so it can be louder. So just if you're thinking about which room you're going to stay at, you might want to stay away from the ones that are right next to there. Just kind of look at your map and say, okay, where's my room at? I would suggest if you're going to stay at Caribbean Beach, get a preferred room because the locations are so much better and being able to not be as far and expansive as walking that far away. Yeah. Well, I flew over it on the Skyliner and... (laughs) First of all, it's quite a view from the skyliner when you look across Caribbean Beach. That's that's how I realized just how big that thing was because yeah. you get to see it from a vantage point that you don't see it otherwise. And yeah. it's large, it's colorful. They have done really well with the vegetation around the buildings because the trees are tall. There's a lot yeah. of green filling the 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 open spaces. I think I would like to stay there at some point. Yeah. If you can think palm trees and that pink and blue look of, you know, Jamaica, that's what this resort is. And staying there, like I said, kind of going off that vein, there's going back to the food courts. The food court, which you were asking, it's called the Center Town Market Street. Right. And that's where you walk through. Um but it does have exotic flavors, the island flavors. The, it has the market vibe of Latin and Caribbean-inspired breakfast. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have your basic – it does. You can get you know your basic comfort foods, but there's more to it there. There's a flair of food that you can get and have it spiced up a bit. Like I said, get that chick, the jerk chicken and trying it that way. It, it's, it's an option for you. You're not having just to stick with your – Here's my breakfast platter of eggs and Mickey waffles. Not that that's a bad option, but you're going to have those options to be able to, I guess, submerge yourself in the environment. Because like I said, every resort has a theme. So if you want to immerse yourself in that, try the food. Try where you're staying because you're going to get those options in getting the jerk chicken and saying, hey, I'm staying in the Caribbean. You'll love it. Well, they have a 42-acre lake that's kind of the centerpiece of the resort. And the buildings are grouped into six different villages. You got Barbados, Martinique, Aruba, Jamaica, Trinidad North, and Trinidad South. Right. Each of those buildings has 64 guest rooms. I didn't do my math, but that seems like a lot. <laughs> Each village has its own pool and its own set of hammocks and playgrounds. And it's white sand beaches. Sounds nice. Right. You can play volleyball on those beaches. Yeah. Now, if you stay in the Jamaica area, you've got yellow buildings with sky blue roofs. Aruba has pink and purple buildings. One of my daughters would love that. (laughs) With an aqua colored roof. 
Barbados has light blue buildings with coral roofs. Martinique is coral and pink buildings with aqua roofs. And Trinidad North and South are light and dark coral buildings with dark coral roofs. This means nothing to someone like me who's colorblind. <laughs> oh, no. I but I'm, that. I couldn't tell you exactly what the colors are, but I'm looking at some pictures and I remember flying over them. They're beautiful. I think they're it just is. beautiful as, as they are. It does have, it really is that Caribbean feel. You've got the big, huge plants with the great big leaves and the mm-hmm. palm trees and the green, green grass everywhere. It's, it's a very, and sand and beach sand. You're transporting yourself to Jamaica is what you're doing. Staying at this resort, the rooms are amazing. They're, the beds are fantastic. They're very comfortable. They're queen size beds. Again, mm-hmm. 314 square feet versus just over 200 staying in a value. However, at this resort, maybe you were going to touch base on it, but mm-hmm. it's the only where you can stay in a pirate room. Did yep. you know that? Yep, that was coming up, but not yet. But go, since you brought it up, go ahead. So the pirate rooms, it's one of the only places you can come to and rent a pirate room. It's kind of like when you go stay at Port Orleans Resort and you're renting a princess room, mm-hmm. you can stay here and get a pirate room. So in the pirate rooms, there's two beds. However, there's if you've heard Pete Warner's um, review of this, it's not very great because the beds are literally, there's no mattress. You're sleeping on a bed foam that's about four inches thick. And it's... Oh, geez. I can't imagine how your back would feel afterwards, but kids apparently love it. It you you sleep inside a little boat that looks like a pirate boat, and the headboard has the you know the the mast that goes up, and you've got your pirate pillows on there. It really looks like you could sell a pirate ship. Right, that's the whole idea of it. And you can, if your kids love pirates, get the pirate room. I've heard it's not that bad, but. Pete Warner did not give the best of reviews for the bed. <laughs> I've never slept in there, so I can't say one way or another, but take it as you will with a grain of salt. But yep. if you're, I mean, it has great reviews, so it can't be that bad. One thing to note that I'm, that I found out is that Caribbean beach has no elevators. It is stairs only. Right now. The good thing about that is, is I don't think that they're very tall. I, th- I think they're only two or three stories high at the at most two stories right there are two stories so that mm-hmm. that at least isn't so bad unless you got 15 bags you got to carry up those steps so pack light or request a bottom floor <laughs> yeah when you get into one of these rooms you mentioned two queens they do have some rooms that have king size beds now right. if that's something you want make the request again it's not guaranteed but if that's your first request then they will do all they can to honor that. The rooms have two sinks that are outside the bathroom. And if you've got more than two people, that can come in handy when it comes to getting ready if you're headed for rope drop. Commode and the bathtub are separate from the rest of the room. So it's kind of nice because you could have a couple of people getting ready to go at the same time and not be in the way. Right. That's really nice. Yeah. So if I want to get something to eat here, where am I going? If you're going to get, oh, so you're going to go to Centertown Market. Gotcha. And you can, that's that's where you can eat as far as dining goes, but there's other options. You can get, go to the food court that's, or the pool. There's a pool bar 
mm-hmm. and get food there. Um, but it is the Centertown Market Street. So that, ha- that has your shopping center with your souvenirs. That's where you're going to want to go and get that. You can go to Spyglass Grill, which is off the pool site, but you can't, it's not open right now, as far as I understand. Yeah. That's what it said online. But as far as dining there goes, um, Banana Cabana. But it, the big one is the um, the food court, and that's where you're going to get your your most of your food from. The recreations of amenities, let's see, Oak Point Royale, it's just saying that for perfect meal. So they don't have a restaurant here, as far as I understand. I have never seen um, Sebastian's Bistro. Oh, they do? Yep. Oh, I missed that one. They, that's, it's, it's, it's a recent addition, like just, oh, before, right. just before the pandemic hit, right. Sebastian's Bistro was opened up. But it's only open for dinner only. That's I think that's I, right. I, that's what I had read. Yeah, I wrote it down. You're right. Excuse me. It is. And it's little theme. It's little mermaid theme. That's why it's called Sebastian's yes. Bistro. <laughs> I so. did write that down. And it's the only table service option available at Disney Caribbean Beach Resort. It's next to Old Port, right? Port Royale. Yes, it so is. It's right close there that. so you can get what you need. And I'm taking a quick look at the menu for Disney. Not bad. Oh, you pulled up the, the menu? Yeah. Sebastian's Bistro. That's right. I did write so that. So it's, it's basically a one price feeds all. So it's $29 per adult, $17 per child, plus tax and gratuity. Nice. There are a number of choices. Taste of the Caribbean is one of them. You get oven roasted citrus chicken. Sounds good already. You get a slow cooked mojo pork with mango sandball i don't i'm not familiar with that one you get some grilled (laughs) flank steak with a mojito relish served on cilantro rice and beans vegetable curry and grilled broccolini to that yeah so you can get that too but if you're wanting the food so you can go there for you know your sit down but Mm -hmm. if you're wanting to go to center market street if you think of an indoor market it's kind of that outside indoor feel. So when right. you're when you're inside, it makes it feel like you're outside, and that's what the um, center town market is. It's part of the heart of the old Port Royale, right? And the restaurants in there. It's brightly colored themed with accent walls. It, it's got a vaulted ceiling. So if you're thinking of what it looks like, I, I looked at the pictures when I was looking it up. It's you're underneath this vaulted wooded ceiling. But the lanterns in there are different shapes, so it makes it feel like you're eating outside and you can look out onto the lake. So it's really cool. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, They do have, like I said, the blend of American favorites. Like you've got your, you know, your comfort foods, but it does have the Latin and Caribbean flavors. So get your get your jerk chicken. (laughs) There you go. So overall, this I mean, this looks like it would be a really fabulous place to stay as for the skyliner the closest section to that is the aruba section if you want to be close to the skyliner that's where you want to go if you don't want to hear the pitter patter of feet going by your room all the time that's that's one to avoid that's what i was saying exactly but that was a good try getting a yeah try getting a a preferred room next to the food court so you're not having to walk as far because it's really a big resort all right we're going to move on to what is 
the last and probably most complicated resort I've ever tried to read up on. Disney's Coronado Springs Resort and Grand Destino Tower. Now, Grand Destino <laughs> is the newest part. It's only a few years old, and, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But let me give the overview of the resort here. Now, this is according to the Disney website, and I have to take a minute at its word because, you know, it's Disney. Coronado Springs is a blended theme of Spanish, Mexican, and Southwest American influence. To check into any of the Coronado spaces, you must go to the Grand Destino Tower, unless you're using the app to get into your room. The main bus stop is also located at this area. So if you're taking a bus from the airport, this is where they drop you off. If you need need to get a bus to one of the parks, this is where you go to do that. However, there is an internal bus system here as well that makes that connection. There is that. Coronado is kind of divided into two different sections, that being the Villages and Grand Destino Tower. Coronado is a very big resort. And while it is a moderate resort, it's also a convention resort. So it can have kind of the upper crust feel to it because of the way it's set up. It has a large convention center. It's got a business center if you need to conduct business. There's places there you can get stuff printed. You can access uh Wi-Fi real well there. And that's all attached to the main area, which is called El Centro. So it's big for that reason, not to interject there, but most companies who have conventions on property, this is where they go. So if you want to avoid the convention theme, that's what my husband did. He was in (laughs) conventions. He did the lighting and AV for uh, convention centers and companies that would come in to do big shows. And this is where they go, guys. So if you don't want to like look and see what's scheduled, first of all, because if there's a big show coming in, they are going to take over this hotel. Right. <laughs> so just keep that in mind because it is one of the very few properties that has a convention center attached to it. And that's where you're going to find the big crowds. But it does make the entire resort feel a little closer to a deluxe Correct. setting. Because you have an athletic center, you've got the business center, like we said, there's plenty of workspaces outside of the convention halls that people can sit and do things. And from what I saw in the pictures, those were some pretty comfy chairs. Right. And this is, this is one of the resorts that, you know, they are two and three story buildings. So they're pretty vast and and large. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's surrounded by a big lake. That's part of the you know, walk around and get yep. the feel, but it's it's a really big resort. This area, the main area, the old area, for lack of a better term, is divided into three villages. You got the cabanas, the ranchos, and the casitas. And they all border they all border the Lago Dorado, which you referred to <laughs> a minute ago. And then there is the lost city of Cibola Pool. Oh, I wish it would get National Treasure going again. Of course, the, the, the Disney <laughs> Plus really version cool is coming, pool. but that is located near the cabanas and the rancho areas of the resort. Now, room styles here can differ quite a bit. You can have your standard hotel room if that's what you want, but they also have rooms that can go larger than that. Right. And in some ways, you can sleep up to six people depending on the accommodation you choose. I didn't get into too much detail, but I took a look at some pictures. The rooms aren't all the same style. No, but the good thing is, because it is a convention hotel, 
the beds are up on a platform. So you can roll. They thought they kept it in mind. So they did a big refurb. But you can put all your storage underneath that bed. And it's made for, it, it, it's, it's keeping the traveler in mind. This is one of those after the refurbs that you, this, they just put it up on a platform so you can roll your luggage right underneath. And I think that's <laughs> a great amenity. I love yeah. being, I love yeah. to unpack. I call it nesting. If our listeners will know that. So I get to our hotel room. We don't do anything until we nest. We put all of our stuff away and then put the suitcases under the bed and we're ready to go. So we move in because I don't want to live out of a suitcase for a week. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, I, I get that a lot. So, yeah. So you've got, like I said, you've got stand rooms, but there's also deluxe suites. They have one bedroom suites. And then the presidential suite, there's also a club access level on this. Right. I mean, that's a lot of rooms of different styles. If you don't mind the conventioners being out there and around there, sounds like it could be a rather unique experience. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it, it's a, they, the, the rooms are laminated floor. So that's kind of a trend that hotels are going with just for cleanliness reasons. They're yes. easier to clean instead of carpet. So it gives you a room that's more sleek and more modern looking. There's a desk and a chair in there, but the chair is really nice. It's almost like a recliner looking chair. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the only resorts that does have a gym. And that gym is open from 6 to 9 p.m. Because they do have those conventions come in. It's like you said, it's the closest moderate resort to a deluxe that you're going to have. Right. And it has a spa, a a salon, La Vida Salon and Spa. It's closed right now, but because it's a convention hotel, it's got the spa. So it is almost a deluxe version and being able at moderate prices. And so now we've got the newest part of... Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, Grand Destino Tower. I have seen pictures. I have not seen this resort myself yet, but my gosh, what I've seen, it looks fantastic. Right. So this is one of the, you know, when we get DVC, because we were really, really looking into getting around, you know, 500 points of DVC just so we can stay on property and stay at this resort in the new dvc tower because Mm -hmm. it is so beautiful it is amazing and it sold me on dvc just watching the new renovated rooms and how elegant they are at this resort with this new tower it changes the whole feel of the entire resort and i and i like my jaw was to the floor i would highly encourage our listeners to watch you know youtube videos on it if they're wanting to stay here because it is so expansive but they did renovate all the rooms so it, it's in comparison to the new Grand, Grand right. Destino Tower. And from what I understand, Grand Destino Tower was inspired by Walt Disney's relationship with Salvador Dali, yep. who was a very eccentric artist of his day. And I like his art. I like his art. I have a, a replica of one of the paintings that he did of The Last Supper. It's completely different from the traditional one that we're used to. And I just love it because he pays attention to the detail and what he puts in there. And as a person of faith, that particular picture holds a lot of meaning for me. And right. so I, I really like Dolly's attention to detail. Yeah. 
I think my whole view on this entire resort changed. I do live in Arizona, mm-hmm. so I'm very, very close to the Mexico border. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's I not that different for say, you in some ways. Right. So I didn't want to, you know, each resort is themed, highly, highly themed. It is got that Mexican feeling theme to it. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted to go stay there because I can just go down the road and find a resort like this. Right. But after they built the new towers, and changing the resorts, modifying and upgrading every room, it put it on the map for me. And I would love to be able to stay here. In fact, I want to own here. I know that's crazy <laughs> to say, but the new towers, I fell in love with it. And yep. I would love to be able to go take a tour and get a room there. One of the things they did during this building, they did some renovating to Coronado Springs as a whole, and they added the three bridges, bar and grill. But in order for them to add that, they had to build the three bridges to get to it. Right. So now, instead of having to walk all the way around Lago Dorado to get to and from the one of the the different areas at Coronado Springs, you could walk across these bridges to get to Grand Destino Tower or any other area of the property a little quicker without having to walk around the lake. Right. I think that was brilliant that they came up with that idea. And if you need to, if you need a rest, here's a place where you can stop, get a refreshment, cool off for a little bit, enjoy the lake before continuing your journey across the bridge. <laughs> I think it's great, right? Right in the middle. I think it's a great idea. So in there, you know, the, the Rick Sports Bar and Grill. There's a mm-hmm. grab and go coffee and pastries, and the rooftop Dahlia Lounge, and that has coffee and espressos. Something light. It says El Mercado. I wrote down the El Mercado de Coronado is open. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But the Toledo Grand Destonio Tower, that's a mouthful, it has the Spanish dining. And that has what I read has the rooftop view. So you can go on the rooftop and be able to do that. And now it's currently not open at this time, but from what I understand, should be soon. Opening soon or is just recently open with yeah. the lifting of all the uh, rooms that aren't open. And so I also understand that you can see fireworks from all three theme parks in that location. You can. Yeah. It's very, very cool. That would be worth the investment of a meal for me right there. So. <laughs> it is near Animal Kingdom. So that's pro- that's in the Animal Kingdom area right. of Walt Disney World. <clears throat> yep. And it, yeah, it's, it's the convention property. So you're going to find many families staying at the resort, but again, it is a convention property. So just keep that in mind. And that about wraps up our look at the moderate resorts. Dun, da, da, da. Yeah. If we I took, love we, moderate resorts. We took a long walk around them, but you know what? If this is a level of resort that you're interested in, by all means, make the investment and stay there. I don't think you'll regret the upgrade from a value. No. I understand doing values if you, if you want to save money and you know if you're only going to use the room for a shower and a sleep, but the moderates offer a little something more. They in many cases they offer more space both in the room and outside the room. They offer a few more amenities that are really nice to have. I'm thinking Bell Services as a for instance. Right. But they're all still close enough to the parks that you're not completely isolated. So by all means, consider a moderate resort. And if you need help planning, by all means, contact me at Magical Matthew Travel 
And you'll get information on that at the end of the show. Because he can help you. And I think it's a great service to be able to have. Do not go to Disney World without a travel agent. And Matthew can help you do that. He knows everything about Disney World. And helping you plan that vacation is a big deal. Because when you go blindly, there's things that you're going to forget. There's things that you don't know. And just having somebody who knows what they're talking about by your side and that will yep. answer your call every you know day and night. That's who you want in your pocket. That's the kind of service you need. And I missed the Disney of 40 years ago when I first started going because you didn't have to plan this much for it. In fact, to make a reservation at Epcot, this is digging back in the archives. To make a reservation at Epcot, you had to go to Epcot first thing in the morning to the World Key Information Center that was at the base of Spaceship Earth and get on a two-way monitor, sort of like what we're on now. Disney invented this technology we're using. (laughs) And you had to speak with a cast member to make a reservation at one of the restaurants inside Epcot. Wow. And back in the day, the one I made the reservation for was Alfredo's in the Italian Pavilion. (laughs) Best Italian I ever had. It's so good. Kind of sad it's not there anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, at least not in the form it was. Mindy, it's been great having you on. Thank you so much for your hard work and your input. I really appreciate you. Yeah, you did a great job. I think this was a fun one. All right. Well, we'll we'll do this again soon. Talk to you then. Bye. The Disney Conversations podcast is proudly sponsored by Magical Matthew Travel. If you're interested in going to any Disney destination, Magical Matthew Travel is the one who can help. As an authorized Disney travel planner, we can help you make all your plans for Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Lines, Adventures by Disney, or Alani, a Disney resort and spa in Hawaii. Contact us today at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com for your free, no obligation quote to your favorite destination. We are a proud affiliate of the Travel Quest Network. What a blast we had getting a glimpse of these moderate resorts. I've shared my favorites so far. How about you? Do you have any favorite moderate resorts that you have visited? Be sure to jump over to the Disney Conversations Facebook page and share your experience with us. Or better yet, how about joining us right here on the podcast? Email us at disneyconversations@outlook.com and let's chat about making that happen. Our Disney quote of the week is, Laughter is timeless. Imagination has no age. Dreams are forever. For Mindy and myself, Magical Matthew Wallace, we hope you have a great week, and we'll see you again real soon. TTFN. TTFN.